made between two guys from the Mets and the Monk showpiece here on your Radical, Radical Recovery, Recovery Radio. Wow, it's been two days since I said that. Two days. Two days, man. Wow. 48 hours. How were you able to hold back? One hour at a time. Come on, that's so cliche. You can't you can't come up with something better than that for the listeners. Look at your feet. I know, that's where I am. That's it. That's all there is. No great llama teaching today, man. It's just about look at your feet when you're angry, when you're depressed, when you're all that stuff. Look at your feet. Yeah, you got your go-tos, huh? That's it, man. Be present. Present. So with being present, connecting with where your feet are, what other kind of go-tos does the llama rock on a daily? Desire. And looking out for it or just swimming in it, brother? Uh, You like swimming in it? Nah, man. I was swimming in it before. Uh, I had to climb out of the ocean of samsara, of desire. And I know you, man. You're a younger man than I am. So, you know, my age, it's like desire is to get up in the morning. But you're a, you're a guy who's in his 30s, so you... Uh, <laughs> I wish you, I was you, still you in got, my 30s, you know, man. You're off a decade. There's a lot bigger world out there for you to desire. Do you? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, and, and one of the most important things for me to recognize is how my day starts with it. It can really start with desire right off the rip. One of the things I have to, have to practice is not getting on social media right away. It's not checking out Instagram. It's not doing any of that stuff because that gets the wheels of desire greased for the day. Greased. Understand how desire got us into the pickle? And, you know, do we lose that desire or do we create a new direction for that desire? You know, desire is what the second noble truth. You know, that all life is suffering. And the reason for suffering is desire. So desire got me into addiction. Uh, I desired to get high. I had no trauma. I just desired to try it. I desired to try it again and again and again and again. And where at that point of this that journey did the desire to break out of that, to understand the third noble truth that there's a way out of it, and then the fourth noble truth in Buddhism or the fourth noble truth in recovery is just doing whatever you have to do if you desire to be well. I've got a thought storm going on right now. Too much kicking around really to keep it going on your tip. It's, it, it, I guess for me what I'm thinking is, is that when that, when that revolutionary change in thought process, however you want to word it, kicked in, that I too wanted a, wanted to, to to hold on to that consistency of of desiring a new way of life. That was one thing where I would hear something in a in a group or a room or however it came out, and I would I would hold on to that and I would desire to understand some of that simplistic teaching much much further. Just like today with wanting to understand more about the eightfold path. Yeah, there you go. Right intention, right view, right time. Yeah, stop the suffering. Yeah, and uh, that's a uh, that's a shout out for you. Bring that up all the time, man. You're an eightfold guy. That's pretty cool. 
you know? Yeah, I, I especially like how it's broken down in the wheel. Yeah. And, you know, it, it helps me understand it even further. Um, but to to just recalibrate re, uh, and throw one more thing out there is how much desire hurts everyone. I was I had a thought. It wasn't good. And I was just after I had the initial th- initial thought of desiring, you know, another woman, just to see how that would then break down not only all the people in my life, but the the people in in you know her life. It's just unbelievable the ripple effects of desire. It's generational. There are children involved. I mean, it just doesn't end in this plane with us. Um, and, you know, it doesn't matter the size of the rock that you drop in the water, whether it's a pebble or a boulder, it's all ripples. And at the center of it, it's dramatic. But if you're on the shore, you may not see the ripples, but the ripples come. It's just energy. And, and you know, that desire kind of thing, man, it's just... That's when we need to stop and think. It's a great way to put it. It's yeah. a great way to put it, Monk. It's, I just thought of it now, man. Thank you for the gift. Yeah, yeah. And and in talking about the desire for respect, is I surely wanted to become somebody that I could look in the mirror and take take a take a good square look in the mirror and respect the man that was looking back at me. And I and and for a while there with the desire, it's some of it is definitely childish desire of wanting more of whatever more may be but that that respect of self and that that respect that desire of respect now is to be a decent person and that is the kind of stuff that if i'm not on my game about i can switch back the other way so fast still yeah a significant woman in my life once said uh, in reference to me, but I think it's for all of us, you know, once a man, twice a boy. Yep. And I think I'm at the boy stage again. Uh, but that's an age thing, so I can sort of get away with it. Yeah, well, you that, know, because you just say, oh, it's the llama's an older guy, you know, that <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, you mean with some of the things you talk about sometimes, yeah, and then I just yeah, go, oh, there yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. There he is. So you got respect, brother. What about the responsibility part of it? The desire to have some responsibility, I guess, was in my subconscious because I didn't, I didn't necessarily see it, you know, all come together um, overnight. It was one of those things that I've watched over time in recovery. That with everything that has gone on to where I am today, with a family and a career and all that kind of stuff, I guess I, I never really understood or was completely aware of the desire for responsibility. I always wanted to be that guy people could depend on and be a be a part of a uh, solution for others or however you want to word it because I didn't want to shoot for middle of the road and just get somewhat okay. I wanted to be responsible enough and have enough respect where people would ask me what was my genuine thoughts on things and that is such a such a 180 from the old life too because nobody would ask me anything back in the day. So it's interesting to see what the subconscious does, you know, all in the background, all over time, from what I've been able to witness now sitting back. Wait, going back, back through that, but going back, 15 friends? 
That's what I got. You said. In your mind, you said. <laughs> what are you? What are you? What are you talking about fif- now? All fifteen of them out there that you said a little while ago. Oh, oh, I was talking about our listeners. Oh, I thought you, you were know, talking about trying my, to be humble. Uh, uh, trying to be humble, you know, uh, and 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 trying to be humble, being humble in the fact that right now, what this is is all about one person. It's not about how many listeners we have. It's about respecting and trying to be responsible with a message of hope for those listeners, however many there may or may not be. But dude, Facebook, it's all about how many friends do you have? You know, it's almost like the size of your Manhood? Ego. Manhood? You saying <laughs> ego? Yeah. I got 2,800 friends, wow. The, the responsibility part though, you know, responsibility to everybody else around us. What about the responsibility to ourselves? I had a thought that you might go there. I had a thought, you know, the responsibility to self. That to me has got something to do with the responsibility goes in, in hand in hand with routine. There's your triple R. Is that routine of doing what I know is going to help me be in my best for the people that are reaching out to me. And if that routine isn't where it should be or where I think it needs to be, or I'm cutting back or I'm starting to figure out, okay, more of this, less of that, more desire, less responsibility, ah, man, those scales get so uneven so fast. And my goal is to try to be really present and available for those in my life. So now we got like, six R's. When you listen in, folks, we will be practicing respect, responsibility, and routine on Radical Recovery Radio. Yeah, that's chill. Do you think we've gone to the well too many times on that, on the triple R? I don't know. I'm still thinking of the six P's that you said. Oh, that was a, a while ago. A while yeah, ago. that yeah, was yeah. a while ago. You man. know, maybe you ought to do that. Maybe we should have a highlights Ooh. of Mets and a monk. Or low lights. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that happens at one point. I think it's the... easier for people to poke holes and things. Yeah. Well, we all do that. What do you think about the desire in, like, you know, taking someone down a notch or two, Lama? I, I've seen you do it before, boss. Ooh, you got I... some desire to level some people, huh? Yeah, but, you know, when you dress like this, you can't get away with it. You know, I mean, the the finger at the motorcycle guy, remember that one? Yeah, of course. Um, that isn't the red nose that I carry to make people laugh, you know. Yeah, and that when that, that shit happens, man. That's, like, so unlama-like. And, I mean, most, and I'm not setting myself up as any different to anybody else, but, you know, if, if you're not wearing a, You can get away with a lot with people, but if you're wearing a clown outfit, a llama outfit, or dressed up as a pope or something, you know, there's an expectation from people on how you're going to act. I think it could swing the other way. If somebody calls me out on on my stuff, on my desire, whatever it might be, and they're dressed like you, I'd probably give it uh, maybe another thought or two versus somebody else that's just kind of, you know, doing what they do. Got the uh, the gym suit on or whatever, you know, go ahead and be visual about it. But I, w- I, w- I think it would swing heavily the other way. Is that guy wearing a skirt? No, he's a monk. Dude, he's that confident about who he is. <laughs> that, to me, has always been more intimidating than some clown. 
Literally. Some clown. A clown monk. No uh, such thing. Oh. No such thing. There is, is there? There is this llama. This is the llama of laughter. Okay. Okay. You know, all right. All I get in, in a good way. Serious, in a good but. way. So desire. I desire the chance to do this again. And uh, you can be certain that as long as the linchpin is in the house, because uh, we can't do this by ourselves, all the monk Enemets. can do is chat it up. But we got a guy outside the glass, the guy on the on the knobs or the toggles, who uh, can make it happen. David makes it happen. So here, in the world of radical. Peace, uh, uh, respect, <laughs> respect, responsibility, responsibility routine, routine on Radical, Radical Recovery, Recovery Radio. Radio.